In heaven, everything is fine. In heaven, everything is fine. You've got your good things, and I've got mine. What a wonderful performance from the Lady in the Radiator. Well, Nightcappers, we've reached the end of our Fright Fest. We sure have had a blast here this past month. We've laughed, we've cried, and most of all, we've been spooked. Why don't we end this festival of horrors with a doozy? Yes, it can be none other than David Lynch's 1977 classic, The Eraserhead, here at Fright Caps at the Theater. secret place a sweet escape take me away hello everyone and welcome back to fright caps at the theater and wasn't that just a lovely tune that we had i don't know what was scarier the song choice or the voices singing it oh enough to make spines tingle uh who am i with this evening you're with shall pale death with treble dread make the ocean caves our bed i'm jonathan kwiatkowski <laughs> And I'm Matt Walmart Supercenter Cabrera. And I'm the hashling slasher Mark Zebro Jr. <laughs> the trash bringing, the fresh ringing. Yes, the hash slinging slasher. <laughs> Still a classic episode of SpongeBob. No, Sparatu. I can't wait for Spongebob Live. I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Wait, that's happening? Uh, yeah. Oh, they're, recorded the, they're recording the national tour with the original cast almost. Mm-hmm. And, oh, huh. not a Nick. I don't think, I think they have a different Spongebob. Oh, wow. Um, he's but busy. Yeah. yeah, true. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's an actor. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. The final. The final spooky movie oh. I have brought for you all. Goodness. And, Fright uh, Caps 5, The Last Spook. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Does it still follow your theme that we don't know about, but we have to talk about it, at the end oh, of the movie? Yes, it oh, still yeah, follows the my theme. theme. I, I, was, I, the theme. I forgot the theme. I remember, was, remember, the theme's in November. <laughs> um, I was almost afraid that it didn't follow it after uh, re-watching. <laughs> but through mm. some, you know, um, cut and paste. And, and that, had, that had to do with research as well. And But... um. After after further speculation, I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I th- I think uh, this uh, this fits with uh, with my movie." So, because I think I knew what the theme was, but now if this is the movie I'm thinking the it was. Is, but I think I know uh, what the movie is. Yeah. So uh, my my quote from last time um, was a was a doozy. I I I, mm-hmm. I I I had to explain it to Matt, which I don't think John picked up on, but maybe after further after further speculation, you might know who it is. So um, mm-hmm. I I I don't know if I could. Do it again, so I'll, I'll let the man himself speak for me. Hey. Now, if you're playing the movie on a telephone, 
you will never in a trillion years experience the film. <laughs> You'll think you have experienced it, <laughs> but you will be <clears throat> cheated. It's a, such a sadness that you think you've seen a film on your fucking telephone. <laughs> Get real. <laughs> iPhone. Thank, thank, thank you, Dave. Oh, uh, I don't so agree good. with that. As being that I watch uh, plenty of movies on my phone or and shows, ma- mainly because I I just don't have enough time to sit mm-hmm. down and watch them mm-hmm. or I have to take them on the go. Yeah. And I think he's I think he's actually uh, re- retracted that statement and said like Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. So good on you, Dave. I think it's just a funny comment. Oh no, oh, yeah. I, I think yeah. I think it's hysterical. I just yeah. love the music playing. That's gonna live on for a while. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, so yeah, so, so David Lynch we are watching film. a David Lynch film. Mm-hmm. So okay. um, you you two are both Lynchophiles, mm-hmm. and so I thought I was I I thought I treat you to something mm-hmm. for for our final oh, film. Okay. I, sh- I I showed a lot of something personal movies that I like that are a little bit more silly, more uh, more more so than actually like horrific. Alien, a gay romp through space. Oh, of course. <laughs> but uh, and so um, I'm gonna. I'll give you guys the floor and see what movie you think it All is. Right, you might know what it is Using more than I do. Using context clues, there's only four available Criterion movies that are also directed by David Lynch in the set. I think I have an inkling. I have another inkling based on the drink of choice today being coffee. This could say things. Mm. We know that a certain Kyle MacLachlan loves coffee That's in certain true. things. Okay, and he is a pick prominent up on person that. in these movies. I, I, will, I will explain the drink and mm-hmm. its purpose behind it. Not so much related to the film, I will say. More okay. so related to David Lynch himself. Okay, so. that could be it too. Because I was thinking, you know, we had all just watched The Lighthouse. Not together, but mm-hmm. in the last month or so. And I thought maybe uh, Mark would want to take home some of those vibes uh, and bring them to the podcast. Mm-hmm. But now with the coffee introduction, I'm thinking it might not be what I originally thought it was. But he also said it has more to do with uh, David Lynch himself. Right. Mm. Should we reveal our guesses? I have a few. I hope it's not the one that I was going to well, pick. Well, he only on. made so many movies. Yeah. So yeah. Well, it's not Dune. Well, <laughs> I, I won't guess first because I don't want to be heartbroken. So I, you I think I'm going to be wrong. Yeah. My guess is Eraserhead. Eraserhead? Mm-hmm. John? Um, I hope it's not Blue Velvet. There's also Mulholland Drive. I haven't seen that one, actually. Yeah, I, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And I don't know which would be the most horrific. Right. Because mm, there's different layers to these. Yeah. Many different layers. <laughs> I think Eraserhead would be the most unsettling. Uh, but and I think it Drive fits also in, gets me once in a while with that jump scare. It also fits in with a certain theme I was pondering uh-huh. because uh, there's some, the type of horror that it is, picks up a little bit from Alien. Mm-hmm. So there's, I, I felt mm-hmm. good about that yeah. choice. I th- yeah. Oh, I, now I think I know where you're, you're leaning towards yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll also say Eraserhead. Eraserhead? Mm-hmm. Well, guys... We are indeed watching. Oh, oh, Maha- No, I'm kidding. Ah. It's Eraserhead. Ooh. I feel like the girl whistling great. in the heater across the way. <laughs> the do, woman do. in the radiator. Do, yes. do, do, do. Wow, uh, David Lynch's Eraserhead from 1977. Oh, Excellent. The same year as Star Wars release. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Oh, Hashtag McClunky. Yep. <laughs> no, that's big right now. 
Uh, Great film. This yeah. is uh, love this movie. I, I love say? I love this Criterion. Oh, Criterion. There's there's, there's a there's a chunk full of stuff in here that I've checked out. Yeah, that's a short uh, film. That's awesome. Very interesting. Uh, but even hearing David Lynch speak is a uh, is something else too. I, I don't think he's very consistent for what he's trying to talk about half the time mm-hmm. when it comes to his own material. But uh, I wow. think that adult, I think it's just because he just likes to leave things to, to um certain people's imagination i definitely get the themes behind this yes i mean that, that, i mean they, they stand out uh more than uh, most films this is the perfect movie to eat popeye's chicken food too. <laughs> oh of I'm course sure we'll never that's why i was like oh, stomachs in our i lives. saw that big that big bag of uh oh of, boy uh, chicken i'm like well there'll, there'll be a lot of a typical american dinner yeah i mean there'll be chicken in this movie so oh. uh, yep. that, that's uh that's a that's another plus oh uh, boy um, well, I I'll, I want to keep my notes to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I want to say right off the bat, I'm not a David Lynch fan. <laughs> I, I not 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 because there's like, I, I hate his work. It's fucking garbage. Actually, I've only seen like maybe a, a handful of his movies. I've seen this Dune. Actually, this actually more recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just figured like yeah, this this would work. I think. That's awesome. And um, I love the Elephant Man. Uh, that's that's one of my favorites as well. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I I, I I think he's very talented, very eccentric. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people will would be turned off by him for many a reason. <laughs> um, and and yeah, it's a it's 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 a it's it's a very unsettling movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. um, yes but uh, but yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm glad all of us were kind of considering this though, because this was probably a lock for me next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very, a certain other movie, like, Blue Velvet, is I, not to be touched by you two. Th- th- this is very much um, for you guys. I, I know oh, I that yeah, this uh, <laughs> for uh, for for uh, I know you guys are like big Twin Peaks fans as well. So me, I couldn't get through season two, but I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. it's it's rough. Yeah. I, I didn't mind it. I yeah. got through it. Couldn't get through I, season three. Yeah, but after seeing some clips from like the back episodes, mm-hmm. I want to rewatch. Yeah. I like his films way more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. So. Thoughts before we dive right in? Oh, I just love it. I remember watching this as a child. Maybe I was 13, 14, 12. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck did I just watch? But I was interested and also horrified. Yeah. But very interested. Yeah. Yeah, when I first watched this movie, I I liked it. I had no clue what it meant. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't until afterwards that it dawned on me. I think it was around the same age. I think it was high school. Mm-hmm. I think my mom walked on me watching this and she's like, what the fuck are you watching? Oh, I, Lord. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I remember first watching it and um, I was, I couldn't, my eyes were glued to the screen just because like every, so so many of these shots just linger mm-hmm. and it's so like, uh, it's guttural at times. It's like gro- the, how, grotesque. How, how, yep. And even the scenes where it just makes you uncomfortable, because like some a lot of the awkwardness that happens mm-hmm. between uh, some of these characters, and it's it's like oh my god! You know? But there's also humor in here. Oh no, yeah. absolutely, like, especially when it comes to like the last like kind of half hour yeah. of that. So where it's, it's sort of surreal mm-hmm. in some. I mean, the whole film is pretty surreal. <laughs> yeah. But like once it breaks away from him, and then it's like oh, who are these people all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. So, but uh, we'll get to that obviously. So um, we shall. But uh, yeah, I um. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I don't, if you guys are, I'm ready. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know how to lead into this. So uh. I'll lead into it. I'm so sorry, April. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she's gonna be spooked. Uh, she's gonna be disturbed. <laughs> she's gonna need an eraser for her mind. The sound of silence.
heaven, everything is fine. Join in. In heaven, everything is fine. Boy, that's something else. Mm. <laughs> Anyone else craving more chicken after that movie? I'm, I know I am. Far less. And that, I gotta tell you, that Popeye's chicken sandwich... Way overhyped. No, way overhyped. I don't agree with Mark at all here. I think it's pretty damn good. We're gonna have and when you add a... one single pickle to to your sandwich and nothing else, like come on, it's I like had you, three on mine. You, I had you two. didn't even try Popeyes. <laughs> I had two and I wanted to I've zero. Had be- I've had better <laughs> spicy chicken sandwiches at better um, fast food establishments. No. Yeah. I don't agree. I agree. Nope. This was this was good. Yep. Uh, this is a good one. The movie or the, the sandwich? <laughs> the sandwich. <laughs> a little bit. False. Little bit. I, I disagree. Hmm. Speaking of the movie, what were we watching? Uh, we were watching Eraserhead. What were we watching? Uh, David Lynch's Eraserhead. His Philadelphia story. His masterwork. <laughs> his joy. His pleasure. His baby. Uh, Speaking of baby. It's a different film every time you watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, and it's, if you watch it high... Uh, I'd rather not. Watch out. Don't do it with shrooms. <laughs> I've done that a couple times. The nightmares stick with you. Uh, they, oh, yeah. They will be tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, what were we drinking along uh, with Oh, We were drinking an Irish coffee. Oh, the first time I had one, actually. Oh, I love these. You know, part coffee, part whiskey. Irish whiskey, rather. A little bit of brown sugar. And top that off with some whipped cream. Yeah. A wee and, bit of coffee with your David Lynch. Oh, was that Irish? Or uh, yeah. Were you having a stroke? <laughs> Both. I couldn't tell. And we had a Bella Fair, too, with our Popeye's Banquet. Who knew mm. that that would be applicable to this movie? Hell yeah, dog. <laughs> yeah. Which then made me reconsider, maybe I should we should have picked uh, Little Nicky yeah. for this. Because it would have really made sense around this time. And it would have fit into your theme, which I still don't know. Popeye's Chicken's know fucking awesome. I thought they were just like Mark's Childhood Classics, the theme. But that's all I Oh, no, that'd be... Well, first of all, you throw me out. And and second of all, it'd just be too easy. It'd be too easy. Mm. Man, I'm going to really have to think about that later, but... But the uh, uh, reason I, I, I chose to drink was just that uh, David Lynch is a known uh, caffeine addict. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's since cut down his uh, his caffeine intake to seven cups a day, oh opposed Lord. to uh, a well well over that number from, from his previous days. So. He can complain Jesus. about watching movies on your phone, but he can't complain about <laughs> drinking seven cups of coffee a day. Yeah. He never seems very hyper, though. I know. He seems pretty laid back. I think, I think he just uses it to stay alive, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, but I can see why. I mean, the, the, I mean, I'll get into the notes. But mm-hmm. man, uh, he's a hard worker. Like he, he, he really focuses on like what he really wants for a, for a scene to make it that captivating. Yeah, and, well, uh, I think this is a, a passion project of his, <laughs> right? Yeah, surely no one knows the film better than David Lynch does. <laughs> sure, and no one nobody ever comes will. close. Yeah. yeah. Well. All right. Well, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Starting off, the film was created in a uh, piecemeal fashion over five years with many sets rebuilt after being torn down to make way for other work. Through all five years, Jack Nance's uh, Jack Nance, who plays uh, Henry in this movie, Mm -hmm. uh, Jack Nance's only request as far as comfort or entertainment was a room and a chair. And he kept his his hair in the same frizzy style the whole time, mm-hmm. for five years. Yep. Yeah. The wow. the, the sparse uh, uh, sparse uh, drawn out shooting schedule is revealed when, at one point, Henry opens a door and Nance ages eighteen months between takes. 
Two years in, cinematographer Herbert Cardwell, uh, uh, 35, uh, died in his sleep. After four weeks of searching, Frederick Helms was chosen to take his place. So, yeah, a lot of uh, uh, little, like, misgivings happening in in between uh, his five-year span. Because it was largely on hiatus. You know, he had budget (laughs) issues. He he was living out of his uh, ex-wife's, like... uh, house i think at the time too so it's, it's weird that, to be on like that good terms with the your your ex-partner yeah um david lynch had a lot of trouble getting oh yeah this is where it goes into it uh it had a lot of financial uh, uh assistance from uh afi because the script was only 20 pages long he received a grant from afi but after about three years of production ran out of money at one point terrence malick screened the film for a potential financial backer who walked out calling the movie bullshit. <laughs> I could see it. Yeah. Uh, when production on the film took longer than expected, David Lynch had to sleep in the same room used as Henry's bedroom for over a year. Uh, David Lynch refuses to say anything about Eraserhead because he wants to let viewers decide for themselves what they think it means. Mm-hmm. Mm. But uh, you know, I, I get a little bit disappointed because I just want to see like the inner workings, a little behind the scenes. I want to understand his <laughs> viewpoint on what he made. I mean, Maybe when I, he's on his deathbed. I, I remember like hearing him in interviews where it's like, like, how do you come up with your with your movies? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I think of an idea. <laughs> And then I and then I make that idea and like that I just, I just it's so comical the way like he just simplifies things for uh, for his movie making. Mm-hmm. Uh, the film's tone tone was shaped by David Lynch's time living in a troubled neighborhood in Philadelphia. Lynch and his family spent five years living in an atmosphere of violent hate and filth. The area where his wife uh, oh, the area was rife with crime, inspiring the bleak urban backdrop of the film. Describing his period, uh, uh, describing this period of his life, Lynch said, "I saw so many things in Philadelphia. I couldn't believe. I saw a grown woman grab grab her breasts and speak like a baby, complaining her nipples hurt. This kind of thing will set you back." <laughs> what the fuck, man? What? Uh, yeah. Where did this happen? I, I outside his window. Could be oh. anywhere. I mean, I've seen some trailer trash in Philadelphia. So <laughs> this uh, was giving me a lot of uh, Philly vibes, but I didn't know that about David Lynch. So mm-hmm. hmm. uh, the script is uh, thought to have inspired by David Lynch's fear of fatherhood. His daughter Jennifer Lynch had been born uh, with uh, uh, severely club uh, club feet, requiring uh, extensive corrections surgery as a child. Jennifer has claimed that her own unexpected connection and birth defects were the basis for the film's themes. Uh, the Mutant Baby! The Mutant Baby. What? You, oh, yeah, that. Uh, was apparently created from the em- embalmed uh, fetus of a calf, mm-hmm. although David Lynch has never confirmed this or described how he articulated it. During filming, when he watched, <laughs> watched rushes, he even had the projectionist cover his eyes when takes with the baby were playing so that no one would know how it was made after completing the film lynch reportedly buried the embalmed calf in an undisclosed location at the rap party they had a mock wake for it <laughs> yeah i i i it's so unsettling that i, I don't know what this thing is because mm. it blinks the eyes move the and everything yeah. realistically yeah uh, yeah. It's interesting because Dracula just had uh, two embalmed calves on this recent season. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, on the oh. runway. Well, so nice. The more you know. Maybe <laughs> that was a reference to this. <laughs> uh, David Lynch uh, has off, uh, offered cryptic comments on the baby prop at times, stating that it was born nearby or maybe it was found. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, H.R. Giger cited this as one of the greatest films he had ever seen and mm-hmm. said that it came closer to realizing his vision than ever in his own films. According to Giger, David Lynch declined to collaborate with him on Dune uh, because he left Giger because he felt Giger had stole his ideas. <laughs> These pretentious auteurs. Yeah, uh, I had a couple more comments, but uh, that, that was more uh, directed toward like uh, how some mm-hmm. like uh, directors like like praise him. You know, yeah. like um, what's his name, uh, John Waters, uh, that speaks about him mm-hmm. and uh, to great effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the basis of it. I mean. I, 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 I even out out looking for uh for comments on IMDb there uh, or like uh, like outside of that there's there's not a lot of information that's on this give, movie yeah just everyone's different takes on the internet <laughs> like this means this or this means this but I think it's up to you I, I mean know. I know what it's about I mean it's it's it, <laughs> you it, do I do I it, I mean it's pretty obvious a lot of us do now too you know? yeah like I, I would agree with like fatherhood or I, like I mean yeah they're the, common themes but like who knows if that's what it's really the, about right uh, uh, lifestyle I mean like mm-hmm. the the one of the big things we see and this is like the machinations you know machinery mm-hmm. you know stuff like that we know he works as a as a printer or a presser rather. Uh, yeah, but I mean, we'll go into that. Yeah, uh, of course. So should we start with the plot or what semblance that I wrote down? Sure. All right, so we <laughs> open. Give your best shot. This might be our shortest one yet. It might be because it's the uh, least amount of notes, but I think there's a lot we can talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we open in space. Is that your theme? Is it space? Every movie was set in space in some way on the planet Earth, which also takes, well, is in space. Well, You're I, onto something. Yeah. I was getting some... Uh, Mystery Science Theater 2000 yeah. vibes yeah. here. Not too distant future. <laughs> Uh, with, with the planet that's in the background, yeah, because it's like the same thing. Hmm, yeah. I can see that. Um, and we see Henry Spencer, who is played by Jack Nance. Nan? Nance? Nance? Yeah, or John Nance, or like he's credited like ah. as John in this movie. And uh, his head is floating in space. We get a lot of white noise. Matt requested, of course, that we watch the movie with subtitles. And very, I, and, very and, glad. And yeah. I noticed where it's like, white noise? Wait a minute, noise doesn't have a color. <laughs> And we just get the emptiness of space and along with all the other sound effects in this movie. And this movie's been praised for its sound design because that's essentially the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. I love There's the nothing sound. but sound design. <laughs> um, so we also see a man who happens to be in a planet that's pulling levers the whole time. That's Garden Man, right? Garden I, man. I think that's how he's like credited. Garden Man? Garden, Garden Man? Because like he's kind of like, he's got sort of like groats. Like, yeah. Like pucking on him or something. Or like they're just like like pustules yeah, and yeah. 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 Little, mm-hmm. some acne yeah mm-hmm. um, I thought he was inside of the head uh, yeah Henry's yeah, head that's, that, that's how I interpreted yeah. it that's what I think homunculus too. yeah or like his amalgamation of like his ideas like cause he's also looking out a window at space and Henry's always looking out a window at his yeah. brick wall apartment <laughs> to the window to the wall <laughs> yeah so the sweat drops down uh, the lady in the radiator's face yeah, yeah. which resembled some balls um, so this man is pulling the levers. He, we then see Henry open his mouth in a silent scream, and then this cute little, you know, alien Geiger baby thing comes out and mm-hmm. just and dances it, away into the universe. And this like uh, lends to a puddle yeah. of what? who knows what this yeah. is. Drown the baby or baptismal, perhaps. Could be. Ah. Could be anything, couldn't it? Just Could just be a puddle of water. <laughs> um, and then we're at an industrial cityscape in this, like, future-esque outer space earth i don't even know but i can't i can't describe it i think it's present day present day. sure yeah. yeah like uh i i i made this comment where it's like oh it's 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 
kind of Charlie Chaplin because like you hear like distant like like do, do, do yeah. music and, and he's just like walking up dung hills and down yeah. them and like he steps in a puddle uh, with his groceries and it looks like yeah. the the film's on like one point twenty five speed too to make it a little bit more like comical esque I don't mm-hmm. know that's that that was my uh, interpretation of it yeah and, and he's dressed in the Charlie Chaplin fashion yeah mm-hmm. the suit with his eraser head haircut yeah Ugh. um but he walks home and like I said there's not much. To discuss because it's like 15 minutes of him walking home waiting for the elevator mm. in a comical you know he stands there and waits he yeah. never waits that long for the elevator again i know or so it's least, only this one time yeah but it's I a like long it. time i appreciate it that he's waiting um so he goes upstairs and he sees the lady across the hall who asks are you henry like mm. they don't know each other like yeah. Haven't they lived together for a while across the hall from one another? I mean, you can live next to somebody for a while and like not know who they are. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Joker told us that. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and um, apparently Mary called and she wants Henry to come over for dinner with her parents. And Henry is like not for that. Yeah. But he's very like deadpan throughout the whole film anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. He takes a sweet time getting there. Yep. And we don't know if she's like a prostitute in this too because we, it kind of picks up a little bit later on with that kind of... Mm. Uh, look about it but yeah. Uh, yeah I mean she could just be a lady or she couldn't exist oh yeah, yeah that's could true. be all in his head yeah so Henry goes into his apartment with weird light fixtures he's got all this grass and dead plants piled up he's got a tree growing on his bedstand and he's mm-hmm. got the infamous radiator his pride and joy hours <laughs> of entertainment <laughs> I remember when I was a boy and I was used to sit on my bed and just watch and listen to my radiator <laughs> <laughs> takes me back Oh man! But seriously, that apartment must be hot as balls. That radiator is like steaming. That's true. Cooking in there. It could be fall season. Who knows? It could I be mean, the dead it, of does, winter. it feels like a cold movie mm-hmm. with all the eraser shavings resembling snow and whatnot. True. Yeah. Mm. Uh, then dead plants, as I said, and I love that his window is just on a brick wall. It's like yeah. you just look out your window. It's like that Golden Girls episode where they go to the hotel and they open it up and it's just a wall outside mm-hmm. the window. And they're like, we said it's a beachfront view. Well, from the window on the opposite side of the building. <laughs> but it's cute. Um, and it's a little depressing. Like he's stuck in oh, his yeah. own life. Like there's no escape. Yeah. My, my window in Brooklyn was the same way, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. You open the window the and it's like two feet in front of you. Mm-hmm. It's, is a brick wall, which is interesting. How it just open no, well, the, the film opens just with him in like a big open space too, just to symbolize. It's yeah. like there's even even outside this this tight room, there's nothing for you. Yeah, maybe. And we don't see like any people walking on the streets or anything. It's just a dead, depressing uh, universe that we all live <laughs> in, isn't it? Oh yeah. But I, I associate with the the claustrophobia of just like having no space, no escape. You're stuck in an endless routine that you can't escape from. <laughs> Um, so Henry goes over to Mary's for dinner in the most lively scene of the movie. Uh, Mary is just chilling out her window, looking out, like expecting him or not expecting him or not knowing what to say. Um, a lot of different interpretations you can make. Uh, and dinner with the exes. I think it's Mary X is her name. Or Yeah. yeah. That... Mm. And this is an awkward epitome family meeting because they go outside and it's originally like or initially you're like oh okay well they're talking to each other maybe they're gonna go in and have dinner mm-hmm. but no they just walk in and mom is just sitting in the corner yep. looking mm. at the door yeah making no conversation like sit down yeah you're henry right like yeah <laughs> like <laughs> then like 10 minutes of silence <laughs> yeah what do you do <laughs> oh i'm a printer mm. <laughs> 
and then that's it yeah and, uh, uh, well like yeah. uh, we also see uh mary kind of like wheezing or like oh, yeah we don't like we oh, don't know yeah. we don't know what's happening here i think and then her mother has to brush her hair prayer, to calm her down yeah. you know i think that's just like you know maybe she's failed to launch out of her parents uh, house i think a lot of people here have failed to do anything yeah <laughs> that's true oh well yeah. but i if you need mommy's touch to calm you down or whatever mm-hmm. to brush my hair or maybe she just pens up with the secret that she's going to reveal I don't know. Really true could be mm. well they and while they're doing this this is the most awkward thing for me these dogs are just nursing on this yeah. mama dog in, yeah in the room and i'm just like this is unsettling yeah and it, it's 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 like sounds like rats almost yeah. Yeah. You know? squealing yeah and i love how uh lynch does this all throughout the movie but he'll like invite you into a really weird uh topic or like a really weird uh just sensor point and you won't know what you're looking at or mm-hmm. like listening to until mm-hmm. like five minutes after it's gone by yeah and but it's just like the most unsettling most disturbing thing until you see it and then you're like what that's actually really mundane and ordinary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's another disturbing take on parenthood that these yeah. dogs are just like you know milking their mother dry that's some foreshadowing yeah um so uh, then at this point do we meet bill Bill yeah. comes in the room. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, I love my name's Bill. <laughs> and you're like, okay, somebody in this movie is normal. But... Or so we think. <laughs> or, you know, his uh, life. Look at my knees. Yeah, look at my knees. <laughs> I know Matt loved that line. I love him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was almost expecting him to, like, or, or like, a close-up on, like, maybe he's got, like, like knock knees or something like yeah. that. Or something like something grotesque. But that's nothing. <laughs> he just has no yeah. knees. Yeah. <laughs> They're just puppet legs. He's just Hank, he's it. Hank Hill's dad who just like walks uh, like he's got like like stilts in his legs. <laughs> I lost him in Korea. Mm-hmm. But apparently he's put in all the pipes in the neighborhood and he was very upset about that. And look mm-hmm. at my knees, but he's the one uh, personal one. And he's like, dinner's almost ready. Mm-hmm. Are you staying? I got made. They, they, they're man-made chickens. Yeah, little things. <laughs> Weird little Small, things. Smaller than my fists. Yeah. Um, so they do that and then we get this invalid grandma in the kitchen we only assume yeah. because mom is like making a salad the most awkward depressing salad that she, like tearing up the lights and just tossing it in there and, you know this this is what I kind of praise about like uh, black and white where it's like you don't know what that really looks like oh, yeah. that could be like, <laughs> like anything yeah it yeah, could be like day old salad maybe who like who the hell knows like mm-hmm. that's what makes it a little bit more disgusting for me too yeah and it's just so strange how she gets her mother presumably mm-hmm. to you know pretend like she's yeah. doing something yeah, she, yeah. she being useful pup, yeah. puppets her with uh, putting this like the spoons or whatever to mix up the salad that grandma's yeah. living a life though and she just sits in the kitchen smokes, smokes a cigarette <laughs> has a nice day nobody's looking to see if that cigarette is like spent already yeah I know yeah. <laughs> well she's puffing so she's still there maybe life has just you know I guess she'll spit it hard on her she could spit it out once it's about to burn her yeah she could. Um, so we sit down to this awkward dinner with the family, and uh, Bill asks Henry to carve up the chickens, and he's unsure, like, do I carve it up like a regular chicken? He's like, yeah. And they all just watch, and he cuts into this thing, and it starts bleeding and bleeding and bleeding, and, you know, Mary's mom is across the way, having, like, some sort of sexual, I don't know, 
uh, affiliation to this chicken being cut, and then she has a mental breakdown and leaves, and Mary chases her out. Like, please excuse me. Like, she'll, like, she'll be she'll be back in a minute. Oh, yeah, I just I love, I love how like he just treats us as so normal. Oh, but yeah. no, this is the scariest scene for me with Bill just staring. Oh, him smiling, Dead, deadpan. Yeah. I hate when people do that. It always gets me. And Mary is just out, dipping her head out the window, like the door, crying from the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then um, Mary's mom comes out and is like, Henry, I have a question for you. Come over here to this one corner of the house. Yeah. Like still in plain sight. And Bill is still just staring yep. and staring and he staring. He stopped smiling though. Yeah. yeah. But he's still. And then we get asked, you know, every guy's favorite question. Did you have sexual intercourse with my daughter? I did not have sexual <laughs> relations <laughs> with Mary. Oh boy! Oh man! And uh, you know, Henry is like, "What do I say? What do I say?" Yeah, he never, he never, he, he never. Answer. Yeah, we never get a yes or no from him. Well, it's assumed I think we he know. does. Yeah. yeah, we know the truth. I yeah. think he did. He just doesn't want to admit it because he wants to live that bachelor life. Well, I think there's that because, like, as soon as like when she says like, "Oh, there's a baby," and, and you're the father, it's like, oh, it's like, oh, that's impossible. And she, before he can like really like answer, like uh, she she cuts him off because. He, he says something where it's like, oh, it's only been, and we assume like maybe it's only been like a few months that mm-hmm. they've right. known each other, been together. So to have a, a child in that span of time would be like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But they do say, uh, they do say it was born premature and they're yeah. not sure it is a child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not even sure it is a baby. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, it's like the wedding will be soon. <laughs> then you can pick up the baby from the doctor's office and get out of here. Mm. And then Mary is like crying. She's like, are you okay, Henry? Is it okay? Oh, is it all right that I marry you? And he's obviously like, no, I don't want this to happen. But well, well, I think it's, she asks uh, if he minds. Oh, yeah, and he's like, I? He's just like kind of shaking a little bit in the corner. And he's, well, he's got a nosebleed too. Yeah. Just, oh, my gosh, that nosebleed. Mm. And the mom is just like in his face over it. Like, yeah. Bill's just like, Dinner's getting cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and tries to reach out for some affection from his wife, and his wife just shrugs it off. Mm-hmm. Oh, a loveless marriage. Mm. This was a fun movie for Matt and April to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Being well, newlyweds. She slept. Yeah. It was all right. I'm sure next time I'll watch Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, and we can comment on that <laughs> relationship in that movie. Oh, joy. Um, so we move into the Spencer's apartment. The baby. You know, they're moved in. Happy family. And this baby is just propped up on this hard desk, (laughs) trying to be fed the whole time, crying consistently. And it's horrifying, but kind of cute at the same. I think it's cute in its own morbid way. Yeah, sure. It looks kind of cute. No. At first. It's got big eyes, big big face. That that makes him cute. It's got the anime eyes. It's like a Pokemon. Good to go. (laughs) Yeah, it does. That'd probably be what a real life Pokemon looks like. Oh, that should be a Pokemon. Yeah. With the bandages and everything. Oh, that'd be great. It looks like the the human ostrich crossbreed from that episode of South Park where, like, Mm. Stan goes to PETA. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, like, this is my wife. Uh, uh, And we had a a baby, and it's just like, kill Kill me. Kill me. I'm, I'm thinking it's a little bit like a shuckle. Mm. A shuckle, yeah. This yeah. It's a, this creature. It's a deep, deep, <laughs> deep cut for people. Second gen. Second gen. Uh, Jojo gen. Anyways, uh, this baby is horrific, but I do respect that both Mary and Henry seem to be kind of caring for it. Like they're not. They are disgusted by it. But the disgusting. Time, <laughs> which one of you made this? <laughs> well, why are you bleeding, did it? Um, but. They're they're caring for it even though, you know, like they didn't kill it outright or like, you know, get rid of it in any way. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make it survive at first, but yeah. this baby is not eating, it's just 
coughing up all over itself and crying. And, you know, Henry comes hard from a ho- home from a hard day of vacationing. <laughs> yeah. Because he's on vacation. I guess that assuming means, like, he's Unemployed. been fired. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love how they keep on saying on vacation. Yeah. You're on vacation now. <laughs> um, it's but called he, fun employment. He comes home and sits in front of his radiator. <laughs> well, no. Um, uh he, oh yeah, he, 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 weird... he gets a he gets a present. Oh yeah, what is it? I don't know. It's, it's like a weird. It's little... like a it's like a slug. Yeah, I think it's like a premature baby again. Like a placenta kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe like they got that from the doctor's office. Yeah, it was in his mailbox, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you left it at the hospital. It's, it's such, I first I thought it was like a caramel. I was like, oh, he's hoarding candy. Mm-hmm. But then you know, it's this weird placenta thing that he yeah. he doesn't get rid of. He opens in secret. And then he puts it away in his little cupboard later on. Mm-hmm. But, oh my gosh, how disturbing. But he comes home and listens to his radiator. And, you know, while he's trying to zone out the baby crying and Mary's, like, constant, like, whimpering in the corner. Yeah. Um, he envisions a stage within his radiator and the lights are coming up. And then, you know, uh, I think Mary interrupts him. Yeah. It's just like, 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 I'm watching my shows. <laughs> <laughs> trying to catch up on my soaps. Um, but realize i have baby sick radiator girl stop it no not yet um so do they go to sleep then yeah there, it's a it's a long just yeah. like sequence of like like everyone like not being able to sleep mm-hmm. i think henry i think like looks at his box or his little like trink- this is the point where he puts it in his- and uh i think this is also when mary says like i'm out of here oh yes she has oh, a, yeah. a mental breakdown right she mm-hmm. can't sleep it's thundering outside she goes in the bathroom one second comes out fully dressed is like I'm going home to my parents. You're on vacation. You can watch him for a night. Yeah. Will you be back? I just need a decent night's sleep. Yeah. Will you be back? No answer. Yeah. She's uh, shaking the bed frame. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought she was trying to like, get something from out no, of there. She is. The suitcase is under there, but oh. it's, it takes so long and it's so awkward. It's and like, because what you is have, going on? You have no clue what's happening. Yeah. yeah. It's just very unsettling because, yep. it takes and she's like, like staring at him the yeah, whole time. The whole time, time. <laughs> like, not a way to make a. You get the suitcase yeah. first, and then you go. I'm leaving. It, it's almost like a. It feels very robotic. Like if there's a glitch, and then it just like loops over and over until it's until the process is complete. Mm-hmm. It's like a like a glitch in the matrix. Yeah. So deja um, vu. <laughs> um, we I've also, seen her struggle with this suitcase before. Yeah, I put down suitcase forever. Suitcase takes forever <laughs> to get out. Um, then. Does he see the pretty lady across the hall again, or does he think of her? I, I don't. I don't remember. We, oh man, I'm trying to think because this whole ch- movie's like a dream. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have after that? I um, think there's thermometer some... when he tests the baby's temperature. Oh yeah, this is when we yeah we find out the baby's sick. Yeah. Oh, and we get the scary jump cut. Like, there's like it's, just, it's, got, it's got the chicken pox. Yeah. So, it's yeah. like oh, you are sick. <laughs> That's probably like the the best funny funny like cut in the movie. No, the best funny cut is okay, Paul. Oh yeah, yeah. there's that. That's fantastic. That's like a Looney Tunes right yeah. there. Like I, I was almost expecting like a montage hit like right after he says that, or it's like it's like oh you are sick, do, 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 do. Know, like right? getting the the humidifier together. Yeah. But he does care for it again. He puts the humidifier out. He's sitting by it night and day. That's pretty much all he does. Well, you know he's there. It won't yeah. let it. What else? could he do he's been trying it's he could, like he could you know hold it maybe, maybe know. no one wants i'm not gonna i don't know if it would like well, being held well he he touches that thing for sure yeah um but the baby's sick he puts up a humidifier uh he doesn't let him leave yeah. he, he tries to like say like maybe like try and go for a walk or something like that mm-hmm. and then every time he opens the door he cries it cries again yeah 
just when he thinks he's out, draws him right back in. Yeah. And then we get our real star of the movie. Once it's bedtime, you know, he's trying to distance himself from the baby crying. He stares into that radiator and this lovely little radiator girl pops out. What, Ooh, wasn't there like a cartoon or something like this? Or Betty like a children? She's shaped it? like Betty Boop's head. Because there was always like a, a, a little show that went on that during the actual program. Well, I was like, we're, we're going to cut away to this right now. What do you mean? I don't know. I'm thinking like like Bear in the Big Blue House when like, or like. We're, yeah, like, the classic so, reference of Bear in the Big Blue like, House. But like, it reminds me where it's like, oh, here's here's something else that's uh, during the movie oh. or like during the show, during yeah. the program. So it's like, oh, that's, that's a bit odd why we would go to that mm-hmm. all of a sudden. So I think that's just his vision of the perfect woman. I guess. You know? The big cheek. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Lass. Yeah, white dress, always smiling, we're happy to see him. Ever seeing all these slugs fall down from, yeah. from the rafters. But what is she doing for him? She's stomping on him for oh, him. Yeah. And smiling, going, you like that? <laughs> yeah, I'll do that more. Her face did remind me of a, of a cock and balls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's just me. Uh, I think it's just you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Way to go, Matt. Yeah. Hey, it's a Lynch film. Nothing's out of bounds. Yeah, that's true. I got Betty Boop because that's the way her face is shaped. But Well... Not too dissimilar. Yeah, if I you lived Betty... in a radiator, I bet our faces would look the same. <laughs> True. Don't throw stones hey, in glass radiators. Hey, we do live in a radiator. The earth is uh, set to bomb any oh second now. Oh, oh, listen, we're, we're about to die in five years. You <laughs> yep. hear about that asteroid? Oh, boy. And then after that, we presume that Mary is back because they're back in bed together again. And this is the scene where we get like, move over. Mm-hmm. Move over. What are you doing? Give me some room. It's like, oh, she's back. Yeah. And she's like having the hot sweats in this yeah. bed. She's like to... chomping on her teeth. She's biting yeah. things. And he goes, what's in this bed? <laughs> oh, another baby worm thing throws it at the wall. Mm-hmm. Starts ripping Slow them motion. out of her. Yeah. Uh, yeah you notice here, like, you know, she's kind of like. cocooned up here as well too it's kind of like maybe symbolize that baby as well maybe just spawning more of these and some of the movements of like the i guess the shapes she was making with the sheets felt a little vaginal to me yeah yeah i'm just you have fellatio on the mind sir well i'm just i'm just saying there are children (laughs) that hopefully don't listen to this program (laughs) and hopefully don't watch this movie (laughs) (laughs) like we did when we were in school like what's happening um but then he also envisions that this baby placenta in his drawer has come alive and it starts rotoscoping around the room, stop motioning up and down the walls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and it's squealing and it's unsettling. And then, it, and then yeah. like the end of it opens up into like a black void. Oh my and then we zoom in. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, he. I guess the vision is still continuing or we don't know if this is real life, but the lady across the hall... In, this is a good shot too where she just I emerges got, from the darkness yeah. and is like I locked myself out of my apartment <laughs> and it's so late <laughs> can I come in it's like start the porno music where's your wife not here I guess she went back to her parents and he's muffling this baby this poor baby yeah. just wants to cry it's like shut up baby you're gonna ruin it <laughs> I'm not a baby <laughs> cramping my style Oh, what what voice would that be for that baby if we would if we would like give it like a personality? It would be Michigan J Frog. Yeah, like, it would be. It's the same thing as the the chest burster to me. Hello, Hello my, my baby. Dog. Hello, Hello, my, my honey. Hello, my right time gal. Send me a kiss by wire. Baby, my heart's on fire. Let's just do the whole song. (laughs) If you refuse me, how could you lose me? And you'll be left alone now, baby. Come on and tell me I'm your own. Come after us, Warner Brothers. (laughs) Who? 
<laughs> I don't know her. I don't know this man. If I saw him on the street, I don't know this man. I'm sorry for this man. Uh, <laughs> hey, burned the podcast. Yeah. Hey, they revealed a new logo. Try to be relevant again now. What this, Warner Bros? Yeah, this the time CW. This oh, time it's blue. God, <laughs> they're like they had a big press event. They're like, hey, we're a hundred years old now. We're unveiling a brand new logo. It's well, gonna change everything. Well, obviously, it's the blue period, so we have to appeal to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they just they made it blue. Yeah, <laughs> dabu di dabu die. <laughs> These pair proceed to make whoopee in front of this baby and their weird cauldron bed setup. Yeah, where did this come from? <laughs> um, it's a wet dream. <laughs> to L- the literally. Level. Yeah. Quick, I gotta get my hot tub. I'll be right back. I know. And I love the way across the hall she sees the baby and she's like, shit. And then she goes back and she's like, well, you know, it's not the worst that I've done before. So yeah. we're gonna just keep going with this. And then they oh. submerge into this vat of human liquid. Yeah. yeah. And I was getting very under the skin vibes. Have you ever seen that? No. Scarlett Johansson? No. That'll be a future watch. I actually like Scarlett that's Johansson. A, that's a Netflix movie, I think, right? I mean, I have the Blu-ray, so... I don't, I don't think so. so. Okay, never mind then. We don't need Netflix here. Um, but they proceed to submerge and then we assume they make love. And uh, while they're doing that, it transitions to white and then we get Radiator Lady dropping her hot single, mm-hmm. In Heaven, baby. <laughs> this goes out to all you... Lonely bi- hearts out there. Yeah. Yeah, in the club. <laughs> my ladies in the club. All my skinny, fat, beautiful, ugly babies in the club. <laughs> we hear this song. heaven. Everything is fine. I actually really like this. It's like so awkwardly sung and it has like that slight southern twang on it that yeah. I'm like... I'm into this. We I, need yeah. a remix for this. I, I think I looked up uh, her credit. I think this is like her only thing that she's done. Really? Yeah. Who would have guessed? <laughs> hey, listen. You never know. <laughs> they took one look at her and said, there's a star right there. <laughs> hey, listen. Now, what's his name? Then those Guillermo del Toro movies. He's yeah. he, like, he's famous. And, Guillermo. Uh, Guillermo. <laughs> Guillermo. 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 Yeah. Gesundheit. You mean Dr. Death or whatever he is. Whatever. He's Mr. He's Mr. Tall Lanky Man. I yeah. forget his name. Oh, uh, Doug Jones? Doug Jones. That's it. Yeah, yeah he's, he's made a Tall name. Tall Lanky Man. We, we never see him, but we see him. Yeah. He's made a name for himself. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, In Heaven is playing with the radiator lady. And, I mean, they touch and the lights go up. And then, is it like he's found... God? Um, divinity. Maybe. Love in his life. Happiness. Yeah. The embrace of death. I don't know. Uh, the little death. Yeah. <laughs> Le petit mot. Mm-hmm. Everything she thinks that does is magic. Uh, and, but then the dream continues and he's at this theater space, right? And it's empty and this unsettling tree gets wheeled out. No, his, his dirt tree uh, yeah, grows. grows and it gets wheeled out in this little wagon. He goes to stand behind this, <laughs> this pipe, which... I mean, I was getting that the pipe was kind of the bed frame because he was doing that at certain points in the movie, like twisting that right. in his bed mm-hmm. so like this was a real like waking nightmare this is like a real lucid dream that I've had before in my life mm-hmm. and there's nothing better that David Lynch does than like dream imagery mm. that's unsettling I, I, I've had dreams where people narrate my death like how I died so. <laughs> oh. it's kind of like on that level for me too wow that's exciting and Mark's, exciting. Head, and Mark's head popped off yeah. <laughs> and so too does Henry's because his head just shoots off and a little worm or a big worm pops out and mm-hmm. Starts screaming from the neck, like, is this thing inside him? Ah! Yeah. And but his, his hands are still moving. Yeah. yeah. For quite a budget. They, I think they could have got a better prosthetic head. I don't know. It's okay. I, I think I think it's good for what it is. Yeah. For for the time I think I'm I think I'm okay with it. Mm. 
But um, it gets submerged in this black goo and then falls on the street outside. And that's another thing I like about the uh, the black and white. Oh yeah, you can't uh, tell if it's blood aspect. or just goo. Yeah, yeah. And, but like it really blend. Like it almost looks like space, like the emptiness of space, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just like his head is floating in the middle of nowhere, yeah. almost. Uh, but he's he's like out on the street, and this yeah. one kid, this street urchin, comes by and scoops that head up. Love and it. This old man, wino, homeless person, <laughs> reaches out a hand. <laughs> My food. I know. No, I won't do it. And uh, this kid takes it off to the pencil factory. Wait till they see this. And uh, we get Paul sitting at his desk job buzzing for like five minutes straight. Yep. And then this one guy comes out, the best delivery in the movie. Okay, Paul! <laughs> Gets right up to yeah, it. I like how he points first. Yeah. Just, Coming to you. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it, it's, it's very much like, to the moon, yeah, Alice! I, it is. It is very like that. Oh, that yeah. kind of, it feels like sitcom yeah, yeah, definitely. But like I said, I, it's a very similar voice to like a Looney Tunes character <laughs> that I've seen before. Yeah. Uh, but we find out like they're using these heads to make... Pencils and erasers, and yeah. you know they send Paul back to his desk. And there's one one guy in the back room just at this pencil machine. Yep, that's his I, whole living. I, yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah. I, oh, he so does. He just he slides the the head material in. Yeah. If if, it, if anything, it just it almost makes it turn into another movie at, at some point. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. It, weird is is the only word that comes yeah. to mind. And I love his reply. Like they're like, how are they? Yep. It's okay. <laughs> and then he starts paying off this little boy with singles. Like, how much uh, you want? Bring, bring us back another head. Mm-hmm. And I love how it's not like exceptionally good. Yeah. It's just like, it's okay. It's okay. It'll do. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think this is uh, to symbolize ooh, okay. uh, regret. Yeah, you know? I, I have that down too. I put like eraser, like erasing memories, forgetting pain, yeah. mm-hmm. so I think uh, it's forgetting be- trauma. Like either trying to forget the baby or forget that he forget about the baby. Of, <laughs> <laughs> what baby. Kind of cheated, cheated on his wife possibly just now. So he wants to basically erase those mistakes yeah. from his mind, or just you know not exist anymore. But I got yeah. that. And I do like the effect with like the eraser shavings going off. And then, oh yeah, like, that was know, good. You see Henry's head. That's a good cut. Yeah. So uh, he's back Speaking at his apartment. Speaking of good cuts. Yeah. Back at his apartment. <laughs> Do we get like a flash of the man at one point, like the man inside? Yeah, his head? we do. Just for like it's, a second, it's it's quick and then yeah. yeah, gone. And it's not there. It's like you know outside looking in, and at this point he sees like something going on in the street. I think like a mugging, like you said with David Lynch. Yeah, like someone's getting mugged outside, and there's nothing he can do about that. Someone's showing their tits. <laughs> Somebody. Someone's <laughs> just, just, rub me? just rubbing the nipples. Uh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Philly, baby. Just another day in Philly. Going back to Philly. New Jersey shithole. Philadelphia. Uh. I'm the trash man. (laughs) Why was he in this movie? (laughs) Turns out he's like 72 years old. Good for him. I didn't know that. He fell that one time. And had to. Well, it wasn't oh, he yeah, that, he was, he was that, that, that long of a fall. That looks so sad. <laughs> Wait, oh. what do you mean? No, when he fell. And Where what, did he fall? This that was like all, a press event. Yeah, or but something. he's like, it doesn't seem like that long to hit the ground. <laughs> it, yeah, it, how fast could you be going? But he he was he was winded. Like was, if Mark fell, I'd be upset because that's a long distance. <laughs> <laughs> oh poor Danny! Uh, oh. Yeah, we'll watch Matilda. We'll cheer up. We have to. We have to protect him. But he's he's good. He's he's uh he's doing well at this point in his career. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. surprising. Yeah. So Henry goes across the way, and he kind of wants the affection of the lady across the hall. 
but he knocks and she doesn't answer goes back to his room uh, realizes his baby is still sick and I love this baby is like giving a little laugh in the corner like even though fuck you the baby the subtitle said coughing I was like this right. baby's laughing no, that, at me that's in- it, that, that sounded intended. like a laugh yeah and uh, he lays down to bed and then we hear that record player next door even though no one's in that apartment mm-hmm. he opens up the door and he sees lady across the hall making out with another with, dude with the sl- whatever the this guy is or like something a, on his face like a boil yeah. It was giving me shining vibes yeah. again, you know, like mm. thing down the hall. Well, That's so unsettling. Just a thing down the hall, <laughs> across the way. Well, this is this is why I thought she was a prostitute because, like, mm-hmm. here here she is with a very sleazy yeah. like uh, a gentleman here. So mm-hmm. I thought like maybe this was his like intent of thinking like mm-hmm. I don't know maybe maybe he was just like you know a one night stand for whatever. Maybe he did pay for this. Mm-hmm. And... But David Lynch always does that. He points women who are like you know they're below men in some way and they're just trying to do it for their living. But I could see she was she was kind of into it. She's like. Yeah. You watch it, <laughs> but uh, no, she she's repulsed by him because yeah. all she can see is baby. Yeah, and we've oh, got yeah. that muppet head screaming, yeah. ah! right, like, <laughs> "Woman, woman!" Oh, we should redo this movie with muppets. I think we that'd should. be better. Ooh. Well, yeah, Kirk. another. That's we mentioned this before in the podcast, but we need all some right. muppet redos right. of some classic right. movies. All right, let's do it. Uh, Kermit is is Henry. Uh, Miss Piggy is obviously the woman in the radiator. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, then who who's Mary then? Well, would be I don't know. Doesn't Kermit have another girl? Oh yeah. The, the oh, girls. we're not we're not gonna talk about that yeah. show. That yeah. awful show. We don't talk about the Muppet show. Um, <laughs> guy in his head is probably Fozzie. I think Gonzo would be the baby. He's got a similar. I would I would have thought Animal. I would have picked Animal. animal. It would baby? it would make sense. Yeah. I think. I think Gonzo would be Bill. Would be Bill. Oh no, he would be Fozzie because he's 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 a he's a riot. Waka oh, yeah, waka. That's true. <laughs> There's that artist on my Twitter that redid like all the classic movies with like Muppets drawings. Mm. I have to share them with you again. Or Doctor like a whole series on them. Maybe Doctor Teeth is is the guy you know, pulling the levers. I don't know. <laughs> God damn it! We gotta we gotta we cast the we gotta right? we gotta cast this New movie podcast idea. Just rewatching movies. I feel like the, the Muppets take your movie. Come on, we gotta trademark it right we now. Do it right now <laughs> on this podcast. I'm running to the patent office. I know so many would not listen, but at the same stop time, the presses. Right? <laughs> Muppets take this movie. Oh, it makes perfect sense. Oh man! Or we do like the Muppet parodies where we each take a character and just the script and we read scenes of it. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, hey! <laughs> oh my God, Miss Piggy! Oh, we do. That's co- her kicking down the door when she leaves. <laughs> if she's also Mary at the same time. Yeah. Hmm. Oh well. Anyways, back to this movie, shall we? Um, so this baby is mocking, and all the lady across the hall could see is this, uh, you know, the baby on Henry's head. So he goes inside and, you know, has himself a good cry. Mm-hmm. He's looking at this baby. You yeah. did this. Yeah. Oh, there, there's a good shot of him, like, looking through the keyhole and then oh, yeah. seeing the, the, the door close. Oh, yeah. That, that was good. one of my favorite yeah. shots, I think. And then he finds these scissors. He looks at this baby and goes, now it's time. It's like Spider-Man. Let's see who's behind the mask. Yeah, <laughs> Let's see what's behind this baby's little shawl. It's in. He cuts it open and what's there but... Organs, tons and uh, tons of organs. I'm completely unsettled by the eh, by this movie. Because I, I, I well, think like, you could notice he doesn't only cut the bandages, yeah. but there's like a thin yeah. little shell yeah. that he also cuts through. Mm-hmm. And it just like that from from that like the baby like like whining yeah. all the way oh, to yeah. like the baby's to the a trooper re- survives a lot of shit it, going on with true. it. it yeah. um, oh, it's, it's don't a, puke on podcasts. It's, it's, You'll be cleaning it up. It's quite. It's 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 a, it's a bit much. Who I wants say. chicken? <laughs> mm. I got leftovers. Now we see, I'll just eat my chicken sandwich. Just like. Mm. <laughs> 
Oh, I, I, I was fighting to finish before that scene, oh, too. Oh, that doesn't bother me. That stuff doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah, I've I, don't, watched, I don't mind. I've watched way worse movies, and maybe we will on this podcast, too. <laughs> um, I, I've seen the pink slime videos. I go into my nuggets. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, we can transition well into this. But um, he apparently murders his baby and throws the sisters against the wall. He's like, what have I done? But at the same time, doesn't do anything to help. And this baby's crying, and then it starts to grow and foam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Mashed mashed potatoes come out of its lungs. Yeah, and then it it gets real long neck and it's dangling in the corner, and then it's Gigantamax for. Oh yeah, it really is like a giant. This would make a good Pokemon. Now that we think about it, there you go. Yeah, Eraserman. Every David Lynch fan in the Pokemon universe, I think it would be perfect. Could happen. Yeah, Lynchamon. Lynchamon. Um, well, this, I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know about the naming uh, of that one. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, but this baby grows big. It would appeal to some communities. Uh, not all. <laughs> The Southern Baptist Church. <laughs> uh, no, Westboro. Westboro, that's it. The Southern Baptist Church? That could be any Baptist that, church. That's true. It's for all the churches. Oh, we're real loopy this episode yet oh. again. But uh, this baby grows big and it's just about to consume Henry when it turns into the planets. Yep. It smashes open and then the guy in Henry's head, we presume, is pulling a lever like, stop the presses, stop the brakes. And mm. then... We get this white cloud scene, and lady with the radiator comes out, gives him a hug. The old romantic, like, you did it. You did it. Yeah. And then the movie just the cuts. The evil has you, defeated. You yeah. saved Hyrule. Yeah. You defeated Ganon. Oh, but the movie just cuts. Yeah. That's it. And it's over. Yeah. Interesting. Do we, we need a sequel. <laughs> we don't need a sequel, I don't think. I think this... This feels like a film project, but it's good. Yeah, like, yeah. like yeah, there are themes here that can be discussed. It, yeah, it's a, it's it's a, it's a, it's like a nice extended student film yeah. that uh that really has a lot of peaks and valleys. Yeah, and it's it, it's pretentious, but in a good way because it's always like film fans are like, "Have you seen Eraserhead before?" <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. Have you seen this French movie? Mm-hmm. A woman takes her top off, <gasps> but then she's set on fire. <gasps> it's symbolism, man. You yeah. just got to think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, it's not my favorite David Lynch by far. Mm. Uh, I do like a few more than this one. Dune. Yeah. <laughs> Director's cut. Director's cut. <laughs> Remake coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. By Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. That sounds French enough to be the name. <laughs> well, before we get into the end of this episode, we have to give our ratings and we have to discuss our theme for this season. Mm. Yeah. It's Halloween season. I want to know. Can you show me? I want to know if there's strangers <laughs> like me. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I'll, I'll do ratings I, first. I, I'll, I'll, I'll do ratings. ratings. Uh, rating. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll go first. I like this movie. I, I like. I like it a bit. I, I like it just mostly just because of how unsettling it is. You know, mm-hmm. it's it. Uh, it. it re- I think it does really make you think. Um, yeah. Uh, Matt, you were saying where it's like uh, you saw it when you were young. You didn't understand it. I oh, think yeah. at a much more modern age when you know, like life begins to make a little bit more sense to you like you can see some of the inner workings of like like how everyday life kind of affects you and how this may affect henry as well and mm-hmm. and how maybe mundane life can be sometimes and uh you know like the longing for some things i think also and I, yeah you know I, I i think also you know um parenthood plays a big part in this movie as well mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know it's 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 beautifully creepy and yeah, just it, it 
I, I, I literally almost can't stop like looking at the screen. Uh, mm-hmm. Aside from you know like who has ever texted me prior, but um, besides from the Pokemon you both were playing like, on your switches. But uh, oh, oh, as before. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, I think I want to give it a solid seven out of eight. Wow. Yeah. All right. Oh. I think uh, I think this movie excels at whatever it wants to be. I think it's exactly what uh, what Lynch envisioned. Uh, even if, you know, whatever that was, even if we don't know what it was, I think it really, I, it came out perfectly, like the way he thought. I had the effects. I'm in awe of every time. I mean, people still don't know how some certain things were done. Um, and yeah, it's it's one of those things where every frame pretty much has something to offer, and it's. Uh, creepiness uh mm-hmm. it's like insidiousness it's uh yeah and i just love like turning the mundane upside down and uh that happens a whole lot in this movie and it, it really is it could just be whatever you want it to be mm-hmm. it it offers so much and is somehow pretty universal mm-hmm. um in a very surprising way if you uh are willing to accept it and invite it in. Mm. When uh, I'm gonna give it a a seven point two seven wow. out of eight pizza slices. A lot of pizza there. I know. Hmm. It's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like I don't, I don't even it's know hard if. To describe, yeah. I oh yeah, it's yeah, it's almost unrateable. Movie, you have to watch this movie yeah. to understand. It, it's one of those things where, like, I'm, I don't even know if I can say that it speaks to me as much yeah. as I like. Like, I have to speak to it yeah. in order to get something out of it. It's yeah. Like, I have to. You have to throw yourself at this movie to get it. If yeah. you grew up with courage, the cowardly dog, it <laughs> yes. definitely that speaks for her. So, yeah. yeah. I'm sure David Lynch would love that cinematic parallel between the <laughs> courage the cowardly dog. <laughs> Hey, listen, they're trying to bring that back. I'm pretty sure Lynch can uh, can uh, oh, pull some strings on that show, too. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also enjoyed this movie, too. Like I said, it's not my favorite David Lynch film, but it's unsettling. Um, it doesn't bother me. Like, I don't find it horrific. I do appreciate the dreamlike nature of it, though, and that's everything Lynch does. Like, there's some scary shit related to dreams because I'm like, this is something that I would dream, mm-hmm. and it would make no sense, and I'd wake up and forget it, and then I'd repeat the dream the next night, and <laughs> it would be just as horrible. Um, I'm not a parent and I don't plan on being one anytime soon since I work with enough children to satiate that. But I get that <laughs> if you were a parent and you watched this, there may be some themes that stand out to you and uh, contribute to your relationship in some way. But I don't see that for me. I don't know that relationship. <laughs> I'm sorry for this relationship. Uh, I'm going to give it... I don't want to be controversial. I was like back and forth between five and six, but I'll give it six out of eight. Oh, okay. Pizza slices. Yeah, I was going to give it a five, but I don't know. I think that seems a little sacrilegious because, you know, it is his Philadelphia story. It's his <laughs> his masterwork, according oh. to Lynch, and I don't want to upset him. <laughs> he listens. Yeah. yeah. Not on his phone, but yeah. <laughs> he does in some ways. Yeah, his fax machine. He goes yeah. to the theater and is yeah. like, where he requests nightcaps at the, the cinema. Yeah. At, at the, the theater. theater. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah. I didn't want to re-say re theater, yep. I guess. <laughs> well... 
Our horror fest second annual is over, Mark. How do you feel? <laughs> Where are you going? R- relieved. <laughs> I'm going to Disneyland. Woo! Woo! Um, so what was the theme? What was up with that? Or do you want us to guess? I don't know. I, w- I would love you guys to guess. I mean, like you had us guess last time, so I-, I want you to like look back. But on my the- theme was stupid. Let, let, let's let's take a look back uh, in yeah. our previous movie, right. shall we? In, mo- roll- in memoriam. Yeah. Uh, ro- roll the clip. Listen to the previous four episodes <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I did it my way. Oh my All right, thanks so the for first sticking around. One was child. No, child's play. play. Child's yep. play was the first one. Then we had Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Then we had Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Alien and Eraserhead. Uh-huh. Common tough. themes. I would say initially. A theme would be childhood or familial relationships for everyone, but Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is the one that sticks and out. And Alien. For me. Alien no, is Alien is like there's the mother parallels. Like, there's the, uh, okay. the incubating alien. There's the alien coming to maturity. Yeah, I can see that. But Ghostbusters, unless you count like the the Donna, the Dana Zool, uh, only Zool thing as like a mother relationship. I think you're thinking too hard. I think I am one. too. It's probably oh. like a, Bill Murray likes these movies. <laughs> I'm I was also, like, oh, there we go. I'm also thinking too hard then. I had a few. Well, go, here, I want to hear them. Yeah, I want to hear them A couple, too. couple in mind. One was, uh, I think the first one I came up with was Possession. Mm-hmm. Uh, Child's Ooh. Play. What was the second one? Uh, Ghost no um Ghostbusters Ghostbusters yeah. is there possession yeah yes. yeah possession uh Poltergeist mm-hmm. is there possession in that no not really well, there's a, a spiritual yeah. psychonormal it, presence mm-hmm. so Poltergeist busted me there there's busted, also busted, busted, Alien busted. I would say there's possession oh, Alien yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's a lot more physical biological yeah and then uh no possession here well, so hmm. Well, the baby then, kind of consumes his life. Yeah, that's one way. Possesses and then that. My second idea was that many of these take place mostly in the home. Mm. But mm. Ghostbusters ruins that as well. That's true. Because <laughs> there's a child's play. I think it's mostly in their house, mm. in Andy's house. Um, mm. Yeah, Poltergeist. This. Because I, 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 I would think that it would be Possession first, too. Uh, Alien takes place mostly on the ship, but that's kind yeah. of their home. Ah, uh, they're they're not in the same decade. No, it's not a year thing. They're no, like within it? ten years of each other. Yeah, but he didn't go chronologically. I don't think he didn't no. go from newest to oldest. No. no. Hmm. They're not all based on books because <laughs> uh, I haven't read any of them. Now, now, if I stop there, John, you're you're kind of hitting uh, closer to the money. I think all based on books. You're thinking more. Uh, thematical where it's actually more literal or should i say practical practical effects that has to be it then right oh yeah i was also thinking like bursting because of <laughs> the er- because of eraser head bursting ah. <laughs> but that's only eraser head and alien i think the glorious yeah no practical effects everything in this series was practical um i could see that Ah, uh, yeah. For uh, for the most part, yeah. But uh, I was actually thinking more like um, uh, uh, puppetry, 
actually. Puppetry. Yeah. Oh. I I I'm a, I'm a big fan of puppets, uh, as we can tell from our uh, uh, our Muppet casting. Yeah. You'd love RuPaul because Mupp- we just have he has a catchphrase. Everybody loves puppets because the puppets mm-hmm. come out every season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you know, like you know, with Chucky, we have you know, like uh, obviously you know, going back and forth with the uh, mm-hmm. the puppets. Uh, Ghostbusters, you know, like Slimer was heavily puppeted, mm-hmm. uh, as well as like some of the other ghosts that, that were featured. Mm-hmm. Nice, uh, yeah, creepy door demon, yeah, uh, as, as well as the, the the clown too oh, had yeah. uh, had some uh, some puppetry to it. Mm-hmm. Alien, obviously, yeah. the the little baby alien, mm-hmm. yeah. and here and, and and face hugger. Yeah. And here we have supposedly a puppet, maybe who knows, <laughs> or but, a real baby, or yeah, yeah or a real baby. <laughs> Uh, I should have I should have caught that because for my for the last like three movies at least I kept on praising the practical effects yeah, every yeah. time we, we talked and about I think it you praise I, them every time I, I, you know I'm still a big fan of them you know uh, that what looks real what feels real is right there I know and mm. people rely too much now on uh, on CGI I think so agreed too. wow so. and that's the scariest moment <laughs> in all our horror, horror fest can we agree on that sure CGI is just too much for mm. this modern era. We should go back to practical effects. Let's do it mm-hmm. right now. Wow. It's the, been a fine with our Muppets yeah. spinoff. Matt, you got to get ready for next year. It's your turn. Ooh. No longer the Virgin. I'm already getting yeah. ready. I've got I've got a list. You got your yeah. Halloween picks. <laughs> All right. Uh, I do want to make some honorable mentions, though. Oh, of course. Uh, Gremlins. Yeah. That was an obvious. I one. thought that was a definite. I, oh, that I would fit in with yeah. the. Uh, That's a great Christmas transition. Exactly. It is. I, yeah. it, it, I, I'm on the fence about it right now. If uh, when and if how we're going to decide this? I know we have to. Um, uh, critters, uh, uh, critters, which would be a knockoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 but it was actually written first, from what I found out. Uh, crit- uh, the script, rather. Tremors. Um, Tremors was Tremors yeah. was one of my uh, one of my that. original ones. I love uh, Tremors. Uh, it's that's fantastic. That Even and two, uh, uh, I like two maybe more yeah, than one. Two are good. The rest and, and then the, yeah, it, it it's it's awful. Not good. Uh, Jamie Kennedy uh, comes along for the ride for the la- later oh, couple films. Goodness. He's an actor. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I think that yeah. That's all I want to say because uh, what if like you know like oh. Uh, next going comes around. Ooh, Ooh true. I'll, I'll, I'll save some uh, some fresh ones. Nice. All right. Yeah. Well, with that, shall we end our horror fest or spooktacular, our fright caps at the theater by telling the audience where they can find us? Uh, you could find me over at mzbro junior over on Instagram or man who wears hats over on Twitter or follow my video game podcast inside the gamer stronghold. With my co-host Jason Reinertson. Uh, it's a gaming podcast, a uh, 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 weekly news podcast that uh we uh you know we have every tuesday so come check that out mm, you can find me grieving at the cemetery for my hopes and dreams i'm jonathan <laughs> kwiatkowski but you can also follow me on losing my mind jk on instagram drink and read jk on twitter or my other anime slash animation slash cartoon slash anything we want to talk about podcast anime was not a mistake currently in our season three discussing over the garden wall and you could find me, uh, I'll be in the radiator for a week-long in-person residence. Yet again. And, um, you know, this time I'm going to be doing renditions of uh, Crazy Clown Time, which is, uh, I mean, Eraserhead is good, but that's got to be my favorite uh, Lynch output. song. Oh, yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll the fact there. that I haven't seen either any of these or or like like any clips of like Mulholland Drive or Blue, Blue Velvet, Velvet don't 
because I love those movies. Oh, don't worry. Crazy Clown Time is unrelated. Yeah. Oh. I'll, I'll share that. Yeah. Okay. In a bit. But, uh, yeah, is it, I is guess. It, is it anything like, we're having a barbecue? Oh, no, no. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Yeah. I think, maybe uh, it's, I think it's the inspiration. Your dad has his apron <laughs> on. Oh, God. I think uh, Pitchfork gave Crazy Clown Time like a 6.6. <laughs> <laughs> At 6.6.6, no. <laughs> so, so we could summon the number of the beast. Yeah. Uh, All right. I well, guess you guys are yearning for a hint, ain't you? Yeah. Yeah. I guess well, that's how we're doing it, right? So um, Matt's getting the next hint, and then we're going to discuss Christmas, how that's going to work out. Yeah. So <laughs> expect the unexpected. Expect the unexpected. Yeah. So. I figured I'd maybe lighten the load a little bit while also... Oh, hit. I don't like that phrase, lighten the load. <laughs> Speaking of loads, I gotta drop one off oh right God, now. Oh, God, I don't like that phrase. <laughs> while, while also uh, hinting at... That was more uncomfortable than the movie for me. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why either. Uh, it's, uh, it's best if you don't know why, if David Lynch has taught me anything. Um, I'm just gonna leave you guys with the quote. You can go to places in this world with pudding. That's funny. Thank you for listening to Nightcaps at the Theater. We hope you've enjoyed your time with us this evening, as much as we had with you. If you're not too hungover, or haven't thrown up on your cat yet, please be so kind to rate, review, and subscribe to us on various podcast platforms. Oh, it looks like Matt's passed out in a bag full of McDonald's and John's swinging a wine bottle at me. I guess it's time for me to get going. Good night, everyone and make sure to tip your Uber driver.